the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's a couple of minutes past 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in. Forecast calling for the sun to fade and the clouds to thicken. Might get a shower, 66 to low this evening. Uh, cloudy with a few showers and thunder showers likely tomorrow. That's when the bulk of the rain should be here in a high of 82. We uh, have a sports report coming up in a second, but before we do, we have uh, just a, a couple of special guests to mention coming up in the hour. Trudy Lowe, who is a principal at Ariel Community Church Christian School in Ariel, New Jersey, going to join us. Uh, we have a partnership with Christian schools in the area doing a half-price tuition deal. It's no, no catch. It's just a number of Christian schools that say, listen, if someone has never been to our school, we'll give you that first year at half cost. And then if you want to stay, it's the normal cost after that, the years to come. But uh, you, know, you decide. There's no obligation to do so. And so we're having some of those folks on so you can hear a little bit about their schools. I know some folks still are figuring out what they're doing. Uh, so Trudy will join us a little later on the program. Also, if you like the program Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll, we have someone super close to Chuck who's going to join us. His name is Roger Kemp. He's the executive director of that entire program, which we have weekday mornings at 6.30 on WFIL, also weeknights at 9 and several times on the weekend. Roger will join us uh, as the program rolls along. But before we go any further, I'm thinking Phillies and Pirates are playing at the ballpark. And there's one guy I know in the music world specifically who, for better or worse, career-wise, spiritually-wise, whatever, he's a Pirates fan. He's positive Pirates guy, or something like that. Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, that Christian parody band. Hello, my friend. How you doing, Tim? <laughs> I'm great. Better than you. <laughs> Sorry. I had to... Well, I hope you feel good just plundering a sunken pirate ship last night. <laughs> Six to five. Phils were up 2-1 after six innings. Pirates score three in the top of the seventh. The fans are like, ugh. Pirates are up 4-2. But then again, Bryce Harper hits a homer, cuts the lead in half. And then, as you say, plundering the pirate ship, former pirate Corey Dickerson, Dickerson, who's only been with the team for like 19 games, hits a two-run homer to put the fills ahead. And we're laughing. But then you tie it up in the top of the ninth, so it's 5-5. And then another former pirate, Sean Rodriguez, hits a homer. In the bottom of the 11th, Phil's win 6-5. P.S. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, at least they were they were ex-pirates, and not only that, they were our Christian brothers. Strong men of faith. So, how can I root against those people? That's the, that is the big picture, ten thousand foot view. Jay, I would expect nothing less. Nice work by you. So they play again tonight. <laughs> I'm thinking of, thinking ahead down the ballpark, perhaps, at least for a few innings, and, you know, sniff around, see what's going on, and uh, see if the Phils can repeat there. You, you, uh, how, 
How's it been for you being a Pirates fan? I guess you, you've, you've had some years of success in history, historically speaking, but it's always a challenge, I guess, you know, keeping that team together financially and having to let good pieces go. So you've learned about suffering and perseverance. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first year I ever watched them was 1971. They won the World Series. It was great. And then, all through the seventies, it was pretty good. And then seventy nine, I was in, uh, I was a freshman in high school when I guess the seventy nine season was going on, and uh, into a sophomore. So they won again. You say, hey, this is great, but then there's been some lean years. But right now, the trouble is just this town is so tired of the ownership, you know, because it's the guy's never going to sell, but he won't invest, he won't invest money. And of course, that's the the one sport where there's no salary cap, there's no salary. Uh, floor, unfortunately, either. And even if you get the number one draft pick, which we can't because Baltimore and uh, the Tigers have gotten there first, even if the Pirates do, you know, baseball, first-round draft pick doesn't ensure success nearly as much as in – it doesn't ensure in any sport, but especially in in, in football and, and hockey and basketball, you have a much better chance. But the Pirates, their farm system, ugh, you know what I mean? It could yeah. be five years before you see them, and they may never be any good. Um, then they'll probably have Scott Boris as an agent, and he'll know that <laughs> you can't give anything away. After that, yeah, Scott doesn't leave any yeah. crumbs on the table. So no, he doesn't. No, Jay Jackson, the lead singer of Apologetics, the lyricist for the group, that Christian parody band, and uh, based in Pittsburgh, and we've had many times over the years on the show together, as well as in concert. Uh, actually, did the was it the was it the uh, seventh inning stretch at the Phillies game? Also, you did at one point back in the day. Trying to remember the what? national anthem. National anthem. Wow. We did a concert beforehand, and we played at the Spectrum. Yeah, so Wachovia after the Seventy Sixers game. We played for the the Kicks. We played for the the Phantoms. Yeah, it was a, yeah. We have a really proud, a long and storied history. Of course, folks are always learning. They're learning about WFIL. Perhaps this is the first day someone's tuning in. Perhaps it's the first day they've heard of Apologetics. Even though you've been doing this for many years. Do the Reader's Digest slash Elevator speech about apologetics, and then let's put on one of your most recent songs so folks folks can get an actual flavor of apologetics' music. Sure. Apologetics uh, specializes in Christian parodies of rock and pop songs from yesterday to today. Everything from Elvis to Eminem, the Beach Boys to the Backstreet Boys to the Beastie Boys, from uh, Three Dogs Night to Three Doors Down to Three Days Grace, from ACDC to ZZ Top. So, a little bit of something for everybody. We, uh, we want to reach the lost and teach the rest. And it's kind of like Weird Al Yankovic meets Billy Graham. Wow. You've only said that a couple of times in your life, and that was excellent how you managed to do it again. I was hoping I could remember. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. You mentioned uh, Beach Boys in there. And Joe, our hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between 402 and 458, is ready with... The Beach Boys song. Tell us uh, about this. Uh, it's a takeoff on uh, Little Loose Coop. Yes, and it just has to do with uh, those little conglom- conglomerations that you have in local churches. I won't give away the punchline. All right. But uh, it's, uh, you know, places where your local youth pastor might reside and where you can send your kids and hopefully you get a good one. Let's do it. Here we go. It's Apologetics on the Tim DeWash Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com.
NFL.com. That's Apologetics and Little Youth Group. Jay Jackson, lead singer, Apologetics, joining us. You can't go wrong with the Beach Boys. You just can't. They're so fun. That's where it all started for me. Really? Oh, yeah. I used to tour with them. No, I'm, I, that's <laughs> what started with me. With, that's the first group that I ever consciously said, oh, I like this. There was some TV record commercial in the mid-'70s, and uh, my friend got the album, and we would just listened to it, and I just loved it. So the first album I ever bought with my own money was uh, Endless Summer. First cassette I ever bought with my own money was Spirit of America. So then I moved on to the Be- the Beatles, too, but I still love the Beach Boys. And uh, I know that song. It's got, you know, you're probably, your listeners hearing us for the first time said, oh, okay, so that's what they do. But we're actually a rock band, but we like all different kinds of music. So, right. you know, you're not just going to hear oldies with us here. You, you can hear very ear-splitting, loud music from yeah. the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the 2000s. But that is one that I wanted to do, and I like the idea. So Yeah, and then on a side note, we've had Mike Love of the Beach Boys on the program not once but twice since starting last September. And uh, they're in Asbury Park, New Jersey, tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. I was thinking of taking Theodora, our nine-year-old, to see him because at the end of the last interview we had, because they have a new summer record out, he says, you should bring your daughter out because I mentioned how she harmonizes a lot. And, of course, the Beach Boys are super tight on the harmony thing. So, uh, And, and on, your, on the other point you just mentioned, how many albums is – last time we talked to it was 53 or you were working on your 53rd album as the group. Are you, are you past 53 now or are you climbing into 54? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. And I want to know, will you still love us and meet us when we're 64? But we just went up to uh, – 55. My 51st birthday was uh, my 51st. My 55th birthday was on July 2nd, and the CD came out on July 3rd. And we even had a parody of "I Can't Drive 55" on it to uh, to uh, celebrate <laughs> about Isaiah 55, one of my favorite chapters. And our next one we're hoping to have out in late September is our 56th, and that's right when our guitarist Tom Pincher will be turning 56. So uh, we're trying to. Uh, time these around guys' birthdays now, but try to put one out about every three months, and we're putting music out every two weeks, you know, two new songs every two weeks. Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics. I I meant to say earlier, you're not only the lead singer and lyricist for Apologetics, but you're also the only guy I know who draws more parallels than I do, or (laughs) any famous mathematician one can think of. (laughs) You uh, always have some kind of angle you're working, which I think is great. It's a lot of fun. Oh, well, thank you. Absolutely. So let me ask you this uh, before we wrap up. Uh, two things. One is, for those new to your music, or maybe it's been a little while for some folks, best way to to get the songs or different ways, because the world's changed, obviously. You used to you know buy CDs, and now I'm guessing that's still possible versus a, an MP3 download of an album, and that, how does that work? Yeah, it's still possible both ways. They're, you know, the whole music industry has dwindled as far as CDs. Some people still like to have that hard copy in their hands, and we still do make those. We just don't make as many as we used to. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can go to iTunes, Amazon MP3. You can go to our website. You can get the newest stuff on our website because we put out new singles every two weeks, and it's and it's available for a donation. So, you know, we don't even set a price. People can just donate whatever they they like if you see these are set prices but um you can go to like i said itunes you can go to youtube if you don't feel like paying any money and just listen to the videos there's, there's a zillion videos that fans make i don't really care as long as god takes care of the bills and the message gets out there just remember to spell the name right it's apologetics with an x on the end not a cs apologetics with an x a p o l o g 
E-T-I-X. So also no double consonants in there, and it ends in an X. That's how you can find uh, Jay Jackson and Apologetics, that Christian parody band. Lots of great info on your site, by the way. Uh, historically speaking, a lot of FAQs people have about the music and about the band. You've done a great job with that, so people can dig deeper and, and kind of go as far and wide as they like with the music. And uh, lastly, uh, tucked into that last Beach Boys parody, uh, Little Deuce Coop, folks may have caught a couple of scripture references. That's super um, common for you in a, in, a, in a really good way that these songs, and even the apologetics as a band, was birthed out of Bible study, and, and you read through God's Word every year, so the songs are steeped in that. Well, thanks. Yeah, I try to make it so if nobody else gets something out of a song, I'm going to get a little index <laughs> card out of the song. So I can refer back to it in my head because uh, I'm always learning, too, and uh, they, they are made to be like little musical index cards. That's how I started out. I started writing it for myself. They were expected this to become, uh, you know, something that's lasted 27 years, but God is good. Amen. Amen. Greet your family, your lovely family for us. Thanks for taking time to chat a little bit. And the, the Beach Boys song, by the way, you just played, is that from a full album? And if so, which one? Well, thank you very much. It's from uh, the, it would be on the upcoming, okay. upcoming album. So, so it's on the work. And yeah. some of the other well, songs. Yeah, Beach Boys ones on other albums, it's not on this one. Yes, you do. I remember the first one I ever played was John 1 1. <laughs> Take off on oh Fun, gosh. Fun, Fun. So that was, that was a long time ago, I remember. Great. Yes. Thank you, my friend, and thanks for some of the songs you sent along earlier today. We'll, we'll mix those in in the days to come as well and let folks know about the new album as it becomes available. Well, thank you very, very much, Timmy. All right, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks, man. Sure thing. It's Jay Jackson, lead singer and lyricist for Apologetics, that Christian parody band. Brief break. We'll come back and continue our program with Roger Kemp. He's the executive director of Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Weekday mornings at 6.30 on WFIL, also weeknights at 9 and on the weekends, too. We have some giveaways to do and a lot more. It's all happening today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 419 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. We continue our program by bringing in a special guest. His name is Roger Kemp, the executive director of Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll, a program that's been on WFIL for years, 6.30 a.m. as well as 9 p.m. on WFIL. Hello, sir. Great to be with you. Thanks so much, Tim. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. You know, we had one of your... Uh, your fellow, uh, I guess, ministry partners, Tom Hayes, on a couple months back. and uh, uh, Yeah, Tom's a great guy. Yeah, he is, and I'm sure you are, too. I know you guys have both worked closely with Chuck Swindoll and and uh, have, have probably shared more than, you know, bro- broken bread a few times, at least, over the years, many times. And so we can get some insight uh, on Chuck as we chat. But we want to talk about the ministry, too, because you've been with this since the start, right? Forty years, I guess, it's been. Yeah, I've got the gray hair to prove it. Uh, it's unbelievable to think that four decades have passed since the summer we started in 1979. It was July. None of us had any idea how this was going to unfold uh, over time, but it's been great to see how God has blessed the ministry. Insight for Living airs weekday mornings at 6.30 on WFIL as well as at uh, 9 in the evening and then several times on the weekend. What was the genesis of the program as far as, you know, often it's birthed out of a church or a Bible study, and then it goes on to radio and then goes from there? 
Well, by the way, we I think we're a charter broadcaster with uh, WFIL, Philadelphia's Christian Radio. We love that 6, 6.30 a.m. time slot for a couple of reasons. One, people are getting ready for their day. They're fresh. Uh, Philadelphia has a, some, a traffic problem, which we see as nothing more than a sanctified captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so we, we love having that time alone with our Philadelphia friends at 6.30 in the morning and then again at, at 9 o'clock at night before bed. But it started uh, really, uh, some have heard Chuck tell the story uh, that he he was not sure about Christian radio. He was really focused on the church, and he was not at all enamored with the idea of uh, going beyond uh, the church ministry, and, and frankly was a little bit suspect that anyone would listen to him on radio. So he had a friend named Al Sanders, who back at that time was a member of the church and just started bugging him. I, th- I really think that these messages need to be shared more broadly, and finally got his permission to take the sermons and put them on the air, and, of course, the rest is history. Yeah. Roger Kemp is our guest. He's the executive producer of Insight for Living. Uh, you mentioned the you know, original lineup here at WFIL. The parent company, Salem, uh, got the company going in the uh, in 1993, and you're correct. I think it was November 1st, uh, 1993, the very first airing of Insight for Living in the original WFIL lineup. And it's been going strong ever since. Of course, uh, the ministry itself has been had been going on since 1979. WFIL had been, you may know, Dick Clark, American Bandstand back in the 50s and 60s, and it was all <laughs> kinds of other things. So this station has a heritage in this in this market for sure, and it's great right. that Insight for Living has been a part of that. Uh, as executive producer of the program Insight for Living, chat a minute about what goes into actually creating the program, whether from the planning stages, recording, editing so that when people are enjoying their coffee and they're listening in to Chuck uh, share, you know, what, what went into that? Well, nothing happens without Chuck doing his homework and, and delivering a message to his church. I think most people realize that what they're hearing on the program was originally presented to the congregation where Chuck, Chuck serves as senior pastor. And, uh, by the way, uh, Tim, Chuck is a little bit older than you and me, but I guarantee you that he's busier than both of us. <laughs> He's still preaching twice every Sunday morning into his 80s and loves it. Mm. And the whole meter of his life is geared towards Sunday morning. And I bring this up because it's really what we hear on Inside for Living. Uh, it starts on Monday as he begins to prepare his thoughts about what he's going to speak on the following Sunday. But Thursday is his prep day. I've been in his home many times uh, which is a privilege. Chuck and Cynthia are good friends, and I've been in his home, and I've seen him on Thursdays. He's actually not to be interrupted because he's in his study at home with his Bible out, his notes strewn across his big desk along with his books. He, he's got a beautiful library, hmm. and he doesn't call in his sermons. He still does his work and generates uh, something that he believes God's put on his heart for Sunday morning, and that's what we enjoy uh, on the program. And then uh, we sit down with both Chuck and Cynthia and decide what is the sequence of series that would be best for our audience to hear over a given year. And, and right now you're hearing uh, a series on WFIL that Chuck presented just a couple of months ago at Dallas Theological Seminary to young men and women in training for full-time ministry. And we have the benefit of kind of eavesdropping on uh, this talk that he gives that Somewhat, uh, all those students sort of see him as a mentor, yeah. and they're 
eating out of his hand. He loves that environment because, as he says, it keeps him young. But we're, you know, on the program, we might hear something that's brand new, or it might be 10, 20, 30 years old. Sure, sure. Roger Kemp is our guest, executive producer of Insight for Living, which you can catch WFIL in the morning at 6.30, also weeknights at 9, several times on the weekend. It is a heritage program on WFIL, part of the original lineup and WFIL uh, started doing the Christian programming on November 1st, 1993. It's the 40-year anniversary for Insight for Living. A lot of wonderful things are happening, and uh, you, you, you touched on that. Uh, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. You touched on you know, stepping back and saying, over the next year, I was curious philosophically that, that approach, you know, how far kind of do you work ahead, and what are you thinking big picture as far as Insight for Living? You know, we, we've touched on these topics. We really want to address these topics, and how much wiggle room you have, you know, like a, a football game can get preempted. It can go from one to eight o'clock if the team is in contention or whatever it might be, you know? <laughs> so, well, you know, the view we've taken, first of all, we work really well in advance. Our calendar is mapped out a year in advance or more okay. in terms of the content of the program. And then actually putting the show together, we're about a month out, maybe a month out uh, in putting all the pieces together. Of course, Dave Spiker is our program host and, and there's uh, we take one sermon and we split that very carefully into three broadcast days, and uh, so there's some work that goes into that process. And then uh, putting the uh, music and the announcer and everything together happens about a month ahead of broadcast time. That's that by way of process. In terms of the future, you know, Tim, we're we're a nonprofit ministry, which means that we operate at the will of the listeners we serve. And we're not a business. We're not a bank. We don't store up money like a bank would, or we certainly uh, don't have uh, the privileges that some businesses do in terms of the way they operate. We're a nonprofit. And so every day when we get up, we're thinking about the listeners in Philadelphia that we serve. And so as it relates to the future and carrying the programs, uh, we will continue to air the Insight for Living broadcast with Chuck's messages, drawing from a 40- or 50-year archive of messages, as long as listeners want to hear them. Roger Kemp is our guest. If you're just tuning in, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Roger is the executive producer of Insight for Living, which, again, you can catch a couple of times each weekday, 6.30 a.m. and 9 p.m. on WFIL. Uh, There are different ways folks can support Insight for Living and other programs on the radio station, which are largely nonprofit one is with encouragement, which is free. Everyone can afford to do that and, and should, hopefully, at some point. But also financially, and I know on the program recently there's been some talk about a critical financial need. Maybe you could share a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you for setting that up because I, I did want to get to this. Uh, last Thursday, August 22nd, uh, Chuck and I agreed to hit the pause button just one day uh, on the broadcast for us to have a cross-the-table conversation. We we know that when listeners tune in at 6.30 in the morning and 9 p.m. at night on WFIL, they want to hear Chuck preach and teach. Yeah. Nice to hear him chat, but they'd really like to hear him preach and teach. Well, just for one day, we thought it necessary to tell our friends in Philadelphia what's going on behind the scenes. As I said earlier, we do operate at the will of our listenership. And so when we come upon a financial crisis like we're in right now, we feel like there's nothing better to do than one, pray, and two, tell our family about it. 
Uh, we don't want to make any decisions that would impact our family without them knowing first, and uh, that's transparency. That's authenticity. That's just being honest. And so uh, what we talked about last week is uh, still a, a major concern to us, and that is we're quite short on the income that's required to bring insight for living to the airwaves. And so we're just uh, inviting listeners to participate. Um, we don't want anybody to feel like, oh, my little gift is not going to make any difference, or well, I'll let the other guy do that. I truly believe that all of us band together and do something, whatever God puts on your heart, that we can get through this. In fact, we can even exceed it. It's it's really quite shocking, uh, Tim, how many people actually listen but have never responded. They may think they have, or they may have had good intentions to respond, but Right now, we're calling on everybody to, to do that, and, and it's easy if you go to insight.org slash donate, or 24-7, uh, you can call this number, 800-772-8888. Roger Kemp is the executive producer for the daily Insight for Living radio program with Chuck Swindoll. Weekday mornings at 6.30, also weeknights at 9. Again, that website, if you want to help out, is insight.org front slash donate. Or toll free 800 772 Brief break. We'll continue our chat with Roger. We also have Trudy Lowe checking in from Ariel Community Church Christian School in Ariel, New Jersey. And we have some giveaways to tackle all before 5 o'clock. It's happening here on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 433 in the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Forecast calling for a kind of cloudy rest of the afternoon into the evening. Maybe a shower here or there, low 66. On the cloudy side tomorrow, a few showers and thundershowers likely high 82. Fills with a nice come from behind wind, 6-5 over Pittsburgh in 11 innings last night. Bryce Harper had a homer. New, uh, newly acquired Corey Dickerson had a two-run homer as well, and Sean Rodriguez, also newly acquired, hit a homer in the bottom of the 11th to give them the win. They'll try it again tonight at the ballpark. Eagles and Jets tangle on Thursday night and the uh, final preseason game of the year. Roger Kemp is our guest, the executive producer of Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Been on WFIL for more than a quarter century. A lot of folks have enjoyed it for years. And to your point, you just said I was going to ask you, the, the, even the, the good intentions thing, I, I bet there are people who are like, oh, yeah, I'd like to support that. I guess I never did. and uh, <laughs> Or I did one time 12 years ago, and then I, I just – so I, I guess it, it's that whole adage of how a, lot, you know, a smaller percentage of people give the most, and then maybe a few people do it. So, yeah. you know. And, you know, it's part of what we struggle with is we certainly don't want to send telegraph of disappointment because we have so many generous friends in WFIL who have been supporting us faithfully some month to month through the years, and we're so grateful for that. Which is a great thing, and yet, of course, there are also probably plenty of folks who have listened to Insight for Living. Uh, You know, there's room for those folks to jump on board and help support especially if they've never done so before. You know, one of, one of our stations once told me that he, he thought that the ratio might be as, as much as 6%. That means for every 100 who listen, only six ever respond in a given month. Hmm. And the, the number's shocking. But uh, it really takes little effort. And, and uh, the other thing I would add, Tim, and Lori and I, by the way, are, are, are donors with Insight for Living. We, we actually would be 
decided to become monthly givers because it's easy. You just sort of set it and forget it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've never once given a gift and then regretted it later and thought, oh, man, I wish I hadn't done that. Right. right. You know, there's something, there's something that God does when we finally let go of, of the things that didn't belong to us in the first place and give it, that there's joy in it. There's joy in it, especially when you appreciate the ministry as, as you do. Yeah. Well, and uh, what I, I think about, you tell me what you think, too. I, I'm, I think people will probably hear the program differently if they have a little ownership in it. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. just, it's just, this is the program I support. It makes sense if you're invested in something, even on a small level, whatever level you are, that now you feel like that. Right. Yeah, that's, that's my boy. That's the one that's <laughs> listen to right. that. There's, I'm supporting Chuck. I'm supporting the ministry. I'm supporting the gospel getting out. So, and, you know, right. encourage people again to be part of that. Right. And so again, I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity and also grateful to, uh, let you know that when you contact us from Philadelphia, when you leave a message on social media, and when you leave a message on the phone or you write us a letter, that doesn't go and evaporate into thin air. We read every single comment. Hmm. In fact, often pass them around amongst us on the staff as encouragement to see what God is doing in you. That's what you know makes our motor go in the morning. That's what motivates us. We're not putting this program together to serve ourselves. We love it when we hear how God is touching your life as you hear his word taught in a clear and applicable way. Amen. And you can tell, uh, maybe we could uh, wrap up our chat a little bit, uh, talking about a bit about Chuck, about the ministry, and kind of emphasizing what you just said. I'm thinking 40 years that Insight for Living has been has been going now. And what would you, as you step back and look at it, what would you credit to, at least from what I I can tell, it remains about getting God's word out. It's not about Chuck. It's not, and it's not about I got to keep this thing going because this is my life's work. And if I don't, you know, I'm I'm not relevant anymore or something. It really feels like this is about I want you know, John three thirty. He must increase, I must decrease. Hmm. First of all, I would say you guys carry the finest Christian Bible teachers in America. So, and we don't feel in one we don't feel one bit in competition with any of those voices. You have some wonderful voices, all of them friends with Chuck in some in some way, and I just want to take that off the table. But I think what we hear back from your listeners is often grace. Insight for Living for them is like a fragrance of grace in their day where they just they feel like uh, Chuck has become a spiritual mentor and companion, maybe a, you know like a pastor in their car. Yeah. Riding along next to them. Sure. A touch of grace when they, you know, we all feel a little bit beat up. We come when, when we hear the program. Let's admit it. I bet, Tim, when you came to this conversation today, I know I did. I got stuff on my mind, like you do. And we all come to that place when we're listening to a program where we don't come with a blank slate, right? We yeah. come with our issues and our stuff. And that's as God would have it. We bring those things to Him and say, hey, help me with this. And I think. What happens on Insight for Living is just that fragrance of grace that kind of blows through, and we hear God saying to us, I know, I know, and you're going to be okay. Just follow me. That fragrance also has a twinkle in its eye. Uh, as <laughs> we listen to, to, to Chuck uh, on the air, any any fun tidbit about Chuck? Uh, you, you know, you could share whether it's a, a quick story or just something well, about him like that? I, Sense of humor. I would only say that 
And by the way, he would be here today on this call. I know everybody's going, oh, nice to talk to Roger, but we'd really like to talk to Chuck. But he's out of the country on a speaking engagement working. But um, I, the thing I would say is if, if those in Philadelphia could sit down with him for a cup of coffee and have that conversation they'd love to have alone with Chuck, he's, he's the real deal. He's not enamored with himself. He's not going to disappoint you with some character flaw. And I would also add he's hysterically funny. Right, <laughs> so right. It's a, a lot of fun to be around. I've had more laughs with that guy than anybody in my life. And uh, so, you know, he's who you would hope he is. Yeah. He's well, just why, the same guy that you hear on the radio. What do you think frees him up to be so... Um, there's a phrase I've I've heard before. There was a comedian I heard. Remember, the comedian wasn't actually very good, but what he said stuck with me. It's one line. He said, "Take God seriously and himself lightly." It feels like Chuck. When I, people are listening, there's a gentleness in that humor that draws people in, where you can make a, a solid point and tell truth without making it about again about Chuck. It's about the Lord's words. Yeah, boy, you asked. That's a great question, by the way, Tim. Very intuitive question. I think uh, he would say for sure. Early on in his ministry, and many of our listeners have heard him tell this story, he was working overtime to try to to be somebody he wasn't and trying to perform to a level that he just couldn't. And so, gratefully, God caught his attention. And by the way, his wife, Cynthia, really helped him with this. Hmm. Just be who you are, Chuck. Quit trying to be somebody else. (laughs) We're not that impressed. Hmm. And then kids come along, right? He had four kids, yeah. and that has a way of fashioning you yep. and trying you, and I think some pain, and just God doing what only God can. I'm sure he would just say, the reason people feel me uh, speak about grace is because I've experienced it, and the only thing to do with it, you not only receive it, you transport it. And uh, so I, I think that would be an answer to your question. Good deal. Roger Kemp, Executive Director of Insight for Living with Chuck Spindole. You can catch that program a couple of times each weekday, 6.30 a.m. and 9 p.m. on WFIL, as well as several times on the weekend. Hopefully we can have you on the program again down the road. I look forward to that, Tim. Thanks so much for giving us this time just to tell our story a little bit. And I especially, again, just want to thank our listeners on WFIL Philadelphia's Christian Radio for supporting insight for living through the years. We are so grateful. God bless you, Tim. You too. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Bye All right. Now. Bye-bye. Roger Kemp, executive producer of Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Again, weekday morning, 630, also weeknights at 9. You want to help out as they do have a bit of a crunch going on financially now. Insight.org, front slash donate, 800-772-8888. their toll-free number, 800-772-8888. Quick break. We'll come back with Trudy Lowe. She's principal at Ariel Community Church Christian School in Ariel, New Jersey, part of WFIL's tuition program. If you're still thinking about where to send your son or daughter for school this year, and you're not alone, if you are, you're going to want to listen to a little quick conversation we have with Trudy coming up, how you can save literally thousands of dollars in that endeavor. Back with more on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 445 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. We have a little giveaway coming up in just a little bit. But before we do that, I want to bring in our most recent guest on this swell show. 
which by the way, if you don't mind, tell a friend about it, even right now, text them, email them, smoke signal, whatever you got to do. Tim DeMoss show AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com on the WFIL app. And uh, there are a lot of podcasts too up on our website. You're welcome to help yourself download those absolutely free. But that all said, Trudy, and thank you for doing that, by the way. Trudy Lowe is principal at Ariel Community Church Christian School in Ariel, New Jersey. Glad to bring you aboard. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks for taking a few minutes to chat a little bit about the school. Tell us a little bit about your background with the school. When did you come to the school, and what are you passionate about and what the school offers? Okay, I've been here 34 years. Whoa! Um, <laughs> yes, I'm old. Wow, um, no, just the, you know. Then you really know the school. Yeah, Um I came here as a mom first, bringing my child, fell in love with the Rebecca Book curriculum, and um, joined the team. I'm very passionate about how we care about our children's spiritual growth and their academic, uh, academic growth. Um, we're a small school, close family. We feel like we're a family more than a school. We feel when you walk through the door, you're walking into your house. We just want everybody to feel welcomed here. That's great. What's the age range as far as, uh, you know, who Ariel Community Church Christian School serves? We start at three-year-olds, and we go through the eighth grade. Okay. And uh, as far as the three-year-olds, is that a, what is it, is, is it like a half day, or, or how does that work? It's been a while since I've had kids that young. <laughs> With our three- and four-year-olds, we offer both a half day or a full day. Okay. All academics are taught in the morning before lunch. The afternoon is more relaxed, review time, play time. But, um if you leave it half day, you're not missing anything academically. Okay. That's smart to structure it that way. You uh, mentioned the Abeka curriculum. For those not familiar with it, how does that work? What's that about? Abeka book is a phonics-based curriculum. It's out of Pensacola, Florida. It has a very good reading program. They have a very intense reading program, big on comprehension. Um, advanced. It's a little advanced, Abeka book is, but the kids don't realize it when it's all they know. Yeah, that's a good point. Talk a little bit about the classroom and uh, in terms of class size, student-teacher ratio, and that sort of thing. Our class sizes are smaller. Our average class poppy size is about 12. So the, te- the kids, teachers can give the extra help to students if they need it, some extra one-on-one if they didn't quite catch it. The teacher has time to go back and review with the smaller class sizes. We do have some smaller, actually, than 12, but 12 would probably be your average class size here. That sounds good. We're chatting with Trudy Lowe. She's the principal with Ariel Community uh, church Christian school, and uh, do you how, just a, on a side note? Do you how do you refer to it kind of informally? Is it ECCS or E C Q? Ariel Christian or E three C's and an S. Okay, uh, yeah. A lot of parents just E three C's and an S. Yeah, like Stephen Curtis Chapman, they used to refer to him as S C squared. You know, just kind of yeah. a quicker way to refer to it. Okay, yeah. so Proverbs twenty two verse six says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it." It's also right in your homepage and your website, arielchristianschool.com. dot com. We're chatting with Trudy Lowe, the principal of Ariel Christian. Why is that training so important to you? With the world we live in, we have to raise our children up properly, you know, and get them to be able to live in this world because it's a scary place. And um, we just are so strong about Christian education. You know, we can't always control our children, but we can control who our children are around. And being in a Christian environment, choices seem a little better. <laughs> Absolutely. Talk a little about, too, if you would, um, on the academic side of things, there's kind of the main subjects that are taught. Maybe you could talk about that. And that'll vary, I guess, as you go up the ladder a bit. Uh, but then also maybe a couple of the extracurriculars around the around the edges, whether it's you know music or art or what what's offered at Ariel. Well, with the Becca book, they offer all the, all the core subjects, just like a public school would. 
our bonus is obviously God is in all of our subjects, and that's nice. We start yeah. every day with Bible. doesn't matter if you're three years old or you're in the eighth grade. We all have Bible. Hmm. Four days a week with our teachers, and then one day a week we meet on Wednesday, and our chaplain, he does chapel for all of us together. The children also have a computer once a week. We have PE twice a week, music once a week, and library. We do have a before and after school program also that you can be dropped off as early as 6.30 a.m. Wow. and picked up as late as 6 p.m. for working parents. That's very helpful. So 6.30 a.m. on the front end and 6 p.m. on the back end if needed on any Correct. given day. Okay. Yes. And, and just on a side note, is that something that how much notice do you need <clears throat> Excuse me, in case like your they, work they schedule can call change? That morning. You can call that morning and just say, hey, my kid needs to stay today. Oh, wow. Um, you're dropping off or always staying late. We, we don't need a notice. You know, we always have staff available. That's flexible. It's nice to know. I mean, because life yeah. has some curveballs in it. So, <laughs> yes. Chatting with Trudy Lowe. She's the principal at Ariel Community Church Christian School in Ariel, New Jersey. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, com. Glad to have Trudy aboard as we chat a little bit and give some insight into WFIL's half-price tuition program, it's really a great opportunity. In a nutshell, Ariel Christian is one of a number of schools in the area who said, you know what? We're happy to offer first-year students to our school a half-price tuition. No catch, no gimmick, no contract. It's just come for the one year at half price if you're a first-year student. They hope you'll like it and want to continue on at the normal price beyond that, but there's no obligation to do that whatsoever. So we're having some of the different administrators and principals on from the various schools to give you some insight into what these schools are all about. So that said, talk a bit about the value of a Christian education, especially for those who are trying to figure out, you know, how they're going to pay for it and thinking of it in terms of an investment, uh, perhaps. Uh, That's how it goes. Yeah, Yeah, you're investing in your child's future. I I did it with my child, and I'm so thankful I did when I see her compared to other people her age. Um, We have to invest in our children's future, and this is definitely worth anything I could sacrifice. You know, sacrifice that finite pizza, sacrifice whatever. It's definitely will see a difference in your child at a Christian education. One of the things I noticed uh, on your site, it's just a side note, was something fun that you have, uh, spelling bee participation uh, in the Garden State Association of Christian Schools. Uh, Yes, Yes. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. I was in spelling bees when I was in fifth grade through eighth grade. And there's always, uh, you know, more pressure than people realize. Uh, it definitely is. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, being members of the Garden State Association of Christian Schools, we can participate in the state spelling bee. The schools from North and South Jersey, we get together. Each of us can send two students from each grade to participate. It's a, it's a, a fun day of, of friendly competition. You know, there's no... Taunting. You know, there's no, <laughs> no crying at the end. The kids are all there. Good sportsmanship is really, it's really nice, you know, that the kids encourage each other. They congratulate the one who beat them. They're not, like, upset, like, crying. It's, the association really puts a good program forward with that spelling day. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. And uh, in, in terms of science, you have a science fair as well as part of the program? We do have a, a science fair every spring. Yes, we do. And we do a track meet in May. We practice a lot for a one-day track meet, but in May we have a little track meet again with the Association of Christian Schools. Again, we do that. That's a good deal. Folks want to find out more. What's the best way to to look into the school and uh, even get in touch? Well, they could check the webpage or give us a call at our phone number, 856-346-0105. Okay, 856-346-0105. And the website itself, arielchristianschool.com. That's E-R-I-A-L, christianschool.com. Or if they do call, can they ask for you? They could ask for me, yeah. Trudy Lowe. Okay, that's good. Well, you're, you know... 
You've been there a long time, so people are going to know you. you I have go, a few answers. They want to go right to the source, right? Where are they going to get there? <laughs> so that's great. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to chat about uh, Ariel Christian School, and we're glad to have you on board and as part of the program with the Half Price Tuition. So Thank yeah, you very much. Keep up the good work. God bless okay. you. Thank you. Sure thing. Trudy Lowe, principal of Ariel Community Church Christian School, Ariel Community Church uh, uh, Christian School. It's, the website itself is arielchristianschool.com. E-R-I-A-L. So we have a quick break, and then we're going to come back and uh, wrap things up and also let you know what's coming down the pike. Uh, Speaking of which, something that has just happened and continues, from the creators of War Room, the Kendrick Brothers, return to the big screen. They have uh, done so this past weekend and continue to do so with the movie Overcomer. Filled with a powerful mix of faith, humor, and heart, Overcomer asks the important question, what do you allow to define you? Starring Alex Kendrick and Priscilla Shiver, this film is rated PG. Visit OvercomerMovie.com. And as we take a break, if you want to win a gift card to Duncan or to Rita's or to Wawa, let's do that right now. Call 800-560-WFIL. Take a random winner to win right now. 800-560-9345. Courtesy of Brenner Chevrolet. Free gift card again to Duncan, Rita's, or Wawa. Your choice with Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 457 on the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL, WFIL.com. We have one more gift card we can hand out if you want to give a quick holler at 800-560-9345 right now. 800-560-9345 for Duncan, Rita's, or Wawa. Jay Jackson, lead singer and lyricist of Apologetics, that Christian parody band, joined us this hour, as did Roger Kemp, executive producer of Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Heard weekday mornings at 6.30, also weeknights at 9. And uh, Trudy Lowe just checked in, principal of Ariel Community Church Christian School as part of our tuition program. And before we wrap things up, let's make a winner, shall we? Hello, what's your name? Carol. Where are you from, Carol? Philadelphia. Hey, let's make you a winner. Can we do that? Sure. Congratulations. Thanks for listening in. Thank you. You're welcome. That was short and sweet. Joy, we'll get your info off the air. We'll mail that out to you. Courtesy of Brian and Chevrolet, by the way. Jim Max and Max 430 Ministries leads in production. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.